Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newson, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we definitely want to thank God for you joining us today on the broadcast. And uh, we are grateful to the Lord for you uh, listening in with us one more time. Um, let us go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer before we uh, get into any discussion. Uh, let us pray at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy toward us. We want to thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. Thank you, Lord, for being a merciful Savior. I want to thank you, Lord, for salvation. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for a reasonable portion, O oh God, in use of our limbs. We thank you, Lord, for the people of God. We thank you, Lord, most of all, O oh God, for you being a holy, just, righteous God. Oh God, there's yet, O oh God, saving and strengthening your people. And Father, as we pray right now, oh God, we say that you alone are worthy of the glory. You alone are worthy of the praise, all the praise. And oh God, with you, Lord, we can overcome anything, oh God, including this COVID virus, oh God, that's having a great impact on our world. We're praying, God, that your hand of healing will be stretched forth and you would send deliverance to your people. Right now, we're asking you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, right now, we're asking you, God, to forgive us as we forgive others of their sins and their transgressions. Father, we pray thy blessings right now that you would give our leaders strength, give them wisdom, give them knowledge and understanding. Oh, God, to navigate during this pandemic and this economic uncertainty. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, move by your power and your anointing under the prayer request of your people. Look on those, God, that are sick, those that are afflicted, those, oh, God, that are yet grappling with fear. We pray, God, you would give them overcoming faith. Oh, God, that they will look to you, oh, God, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Strengthen your global church, Lord. Oh, God, reveal unto us, oh, God. Oh, God, how we can, oh, God, partner together to reach the needs of our community and those on the front lines and those that are in our churches and those in our communities, and those that are in our neighborhoods, that we can meet the needs of those that are around us through your divine hand, touch right now. Calm our fears, Lord, move doubt, move fear. Fill us up, God, with your joy. Fill us up with hope and peace. Oh God, as we continue to trust in you, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we ask God you would pave the way for spiritual renewal and revival, that your people of God would be touched, healed and delivered and set free in the name of Jesus, we pray. To God be the glory, to you be glory, honor, and power forever and ever in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And so we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for, amen, his goodness and mercy toward us. Uh, we definitely want to thank God for uh, our bishop. We want to give honor to God, to our pastor, Bishop Murchison. Uh, Lady Murchison of the Pentecostal Power Church here in this great city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where we're under their leadership. 
at 2331 West Center, Pentecostal Power Church. And we definitely honor all of the uh, Pentecostal Power Church family. Uh, we give honor to my own wife, uh, Missionary Newsom, uh, and to uh, each and every one in their respective place. We definitely, amen, want to give a shout out to all the people of God that are on the broadcast with us. Uh, we definitely thank God for you subscribing and uh, definitely supporting the ministry. And so we give a shout out to Mother Flowers and to uh, Evangelist Lee, uh, to Sister Marvella, and to all of you uh, Pentecostal Power Saints. Uh, they call, not call you all by name, but as you chime in, I'll definitely give a shout out to you. But even if you don't, I want to um, let all the saints know that we love them. And me and Sister Newsom, uh, we love the saints and we miss the saints. And so we thought, amen, by way of social media, we would take the opportunity to get on the broadcast. We give a shout out to Evangelist Lee. We see her chimed in. Thank and praise God for her and Deacon Lee and just the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. We love you. Amen. And they're not empty words because if uh, not if you need us, when you need us, uh, we put it into action. Praise the Lord. And so we don't just uh, put words out there and no action behind it. So saints know they can call me and Sister Newsom with the little that we do have. We're willing to share what God has blessed us with. And so uh, that's what the love of God is all about. And so we thank God for him just uh, giving us a humble mind and spirit to serve and the work in the capacity of ministry. And so we're glad about what God is doing. So let us get into the word of the Lord. I didn't want to go through all of that, but it was on my heart to share. And so I thought, well, I would express that to the people of God and uh, to let you know, you can definitely, amen, reach out to us at any time. Uh, you can call in on the broadcast and give your praise report or testimony report. Uh, the number is 414-628-0568. And we're on the line today amen to amen lift up the name of jesus and so we ask that you would uh you desire to join us uh please do so and so we're going to get into our subject on today sounding the alarm uh part three sounding the alarm and our subject or subtopic underneath this subject sounding the alarm is will you hear the trumpet sound amen praise the lord and the reason why we came up with that subject, uh, that underlining subject under the sounding the alarm, uh, everybody's not going to hear the alarm. Uh, some, as I shared on yesterday as a quick review, some is going to hear the alarm and ignore it, and they're going to keep playing. They're going to keep doing what they're doing, but then they're going to find out that that alarm was a serious alarm. Uh, I know sometimes um, uh, different uh large uh, facilities have what you call uh, a fire drill and uh, during the course of your day or 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 the year they may have two or three fire drills a year and uh, they prepare you for the sound they prepare you for the emergency sound they prepare you for the alert so you can know what to uh, look for and what to expect and where to go and how to group up, how many to group up and get out in the parking lot. Some get in the north parking lot. Some get in the south parking lot. Some get in the east parking lot. Some may get in the west parking lot, depending on how the facility is uh, set up. But to make a long story short, they have these drills so that you don't be confused or you don't get caught uh, not being prepared. And so I believe the Lord um, so much so spiritually uh, make sure that uh, every one of us have an opportunity to 
uh, hear the alarm so that when it goes off, um, we can definitely know uh, what we need to deal with uh, in terms of uh, preparing our hearts uh, for the return of the Lord. And so it won't, it won't take the church uh, over as a thief in the night, but uh, he's not going to come to us as a thief in the night. But to those that don't have uh, an understanding what sounding this alarm is all about and what they need to do to get ready for the alarm that's going off. And uh, there were many trumpets. We're going to get into that, too. There were many trumpets that uh, were sounded and uh, each one of them had uh, a particular meaning. Uh, behind the trumpet. And so, you know, um, you know, the trumpet was uh, very powerful in most of the trumpets back in the, uh, you know, uh, biblical days, you know, uh, you know, in the early times, uh, they were made of a ram's uh, horn. And so they used that trumpet to uh, make a certain, uh, give an uncertain, distinct sound uh, to give the people uh, ample time to uh, shelter in or prepare for war, praise the Lord. And so I don't know how many of us don't realize or do realize that there's a war going on and we got to fight and we must fight according to Apostle Paul. We must fight the good fight of faith that we may lay hold on eternal life. And so let us let us get into the word of the Lord. Yesterday, uh, we had stopped at a few scriptures. So we're going to uh, review um Jeremiah 6, and uh, we're going to go back to Jeremiah 6 and uh, 17 through 19. So we're going to go back and get that. So we ask that you would uh, turn with us to Jeremiah uh, chapter 6, uh, verse number uh, 16 through 19. I'm sorry. You know, we just want to go ahead and get Jeremiah 6 and uh, 16 through 19 so we can uh, see. Um, what I'm kind of trying to get at with the uh, uh, point of everybody is not going to heed to the alarm, praise the Lord. But that doesn't negate us of our responsibility. And, uh, you know, as I was sharing uh, uh, with Bishop on yesterday, me and Bishop uh, Murchison, we sat and had a, a real good talk over the phone yesterday. And we just thank and praise God for uh, some of the things that he was sharing and depositing in my spirit, you know, and he was just letting us know that, you know, uh, everybody's not going to heed to it, but that doesn't, uh, that shouldn't damper or impact what we should be doing. We should be still amen, uh, doing what God would have us to do because he did say when he come back, he that's on the rooftop, let him stay up there on the rooftop. And so, uh, he that's in the field, let him stay in the field. He does in the bed, let him stay in the bed. And so, uh, we're admonished as people of God, to be encouraged, um, saying to Mother Flowers, Evangelist Lee, and to all the Pentecostal Power Church family, and to all of our listeners uh, and subscribers, we just say to you, be encouraged and keep doing well. You know, and the scripture tells us in uh, Galatians, it, it tells us not to be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And so keep uh, laboring, keep uh, sharing the good news, keep encouraging, keep sowing words of hope into the hearts of those uh, that may be shut in, can't get out, uh, may not have anybody calling them. Uh, let us reach out to each other and continue to keep each other encouraged in this uncertainty, time of uncertainty. But one thing we can be certain of, that the Lord is sounding the alarm. And so we have a responsibility. Let us go to it. Jeremiah 6 and 16, it says, thus said the Lord. It says, stand ye in the ways 
and see and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein and you shall find rest for your souls. And he said, but they said, we will not walk therein. Also, I set a watchman over you saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. Verse 18. He says, therefore, hear ye nations. It says, therefore, hear ye nations and know, O congregation, what is among them? Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon this people and even the fruit of their thoughts, because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor my law, but rejected it. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we'll stop right there at 19. And so um, we as people of God, we should um, definitely be encouraged because people may they may um, reject you like they rejected Jeremiah. And uh, just because they rejected Jeremiah, uh, uh, they, it wasn't Jeremiah they were rejecting. You know, um, they were rejecting uh, the Lord. And so we have to be careful. You know, people, um, they will turn a deaf ear when you're not, uh, you know, always putting cake on the table. Praise the Lord. When it comes to this gospel People want you to always give them the dessert, praise the Lord. But there has to be a time, you know, mama told us that you got to eat your vegetables and the other part of the meal as well. And you can't just go right to the sweets, praise the Lord. And so even when we deliver a message of hope and encouragement to the people of God, we must uh, make sure that we give them uh, truth along with uh, hope and encouragement and not disparagement because there we we have a message of hope the message of hope is that we need to turn to the lord praise the lord that's our message of hope and if we return to the lord he will return back to us and we can reap the blessings of the lord and not the curse and so that is an encouraging message uh if we will receive it in that light but sometimes we take it and we misapply it because we feel like it's something you know Nobody really wants to be corrected. And so uh, God is correcting us all right now because uh, everybody's on a timeout. Praise the Lord. Me and Elder Sloan, we were um, kind of talking on yesterday and he was like, uh, what are you going to do when God put everybody on timeout? You know, and I think uh, Mother Flowers kind of alluded to the same point. You know, if God put us on timeout, then we need to we need to make sure we realign ourselves and focus uh, with our uh with our uh, ability that God has given within us to realign ourselves, take a look at where we are, uh, revisit, you know, every uh, aspect of our life and say, well, Lord, uh, how, how can I be a better service to you in a time like this? Praise the Lord. And so there is something that we can be doing. Uh, you know, we can be reading our word more as me and Bishop talked on yesterday uh, you know, uh, not saying, you know, yeah, you don't want to have time to, you know, break up in between your prayer and study time. You might want to watch news or listen to or, um, uh, you know, a gospel song or something like that or have some chores or, or work that you may have to do at the house. But we want to make sure that we're not going as church as usual. And I guess that's what I'm kind of really dealing with, with sounding this alarm. It is no longer church as usual. And what I mean by church as usual, uh, what we were doing before, we were doing our thing, but we wasn't doing God's thing. Praise the Lord. And God's thing is that we get out here and tell these souls 
that time is winding up. That's God thing. Our thing is having our programs, having our services, you know, doing our, you know, little annual events that we do. All that's good because we're told to keep fellowship among each other. But we never at the expense of leaving God's work out of the program to do all these other great fancy things, which does not uh, complete the evangelistic part of what God has uh, uh, definitely uh, explicitly gave us in Matthew 28. He said, go into all the world, you know, preaching, you know. And so we got to compel men and women to come. We can't make nobody come, but we have to make sure that we have a presentation of the message of hope of the gospel of, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the death, burial and resurrection of our Lord. We have to present it to those, uh, even if they reject it, we have to present it because no one, when judgment comes, no one will be, be without excuse, praise the Lord. And so that's where we're going with this in sounding the alarm. And will you hear the trumpet sound? Will you hear? Because he says, today that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And he did say here in uh, Jeremiah 6 and 16 through 19, the people told Jeremiah, um, which they were saying indirectly to the Lord, they said, we will not hearken. And uh, we can see that in the times that we're in today, um, there's many people, uh, religious and those that are not uh, in religion, uh, turns a deaf ear toward God. It can be very tragic because uh, we have time. While we have time, we have uh, 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 an ability to make right decisions. And this is one of the things that me and Bishop kind of talked about yesterday. You know, you have time to make right decision, but within your time frame, if the decision is not being made and it's not a sole decision, it's not a right decision toward your maker, then all the other decisions you make in life really, uh, really doesn't really uh, uh, have an impact because when we leave this world, when we leave this life, we must give an account. Praise the Lord. According to Hebrews 9 and 27, it's appointed on the man once to die and after this, the judgment. And so if we are here being born again, believers, if we're suffered and, and went through all these things in this life to the point where we are today, uh, why would we miss out on not hearing the voice of God? in an un time of uncertainty. So we need to hear the voice of God even more as we approach the close of this age, because there's going to be some other things that's going to happen. And the trumpet is going to really call your attention as to where you should be, what position you should get in, what part of the parking lot you should go to. I'm dealing with this natural and spiritual. So I'm, I'm trying to convey a, a natural point to convey a spiritual point. You're not going to know what to do if you ain't listening to the alarm. Praise the Lord. If you're not hearing the word of God, you're going to continue to be going on like the people did in Noah day. And the door is going to be shut. The church doors are going to be closed and you still going to be having church. You still going to be, you know, doing your program and you, you're going to be the missed out because you were too busy, too occupied to not tune in to hear that trumpet sound. Praise the Lord. And so, just because you got the Holy Ghost don't mean that you're going to hear the trumpet. Praise the Lord. I want to make that clear. Some people think, oh, the all thing I need is the Holy Ghost. No, you need to have obedience. Praise the Lord. 
Amen. The Holy, the Holy Ghost produces obedience to God's word. And so he that have an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. And so we got to make sure that we're listening to this alarm, my friend. I want to say this uh, as we get ready to go to Ezekiel chapter 33. We're going to go to Ezekiel 33 and 1 through 6. Um, we're definitely going to go back and get that. But I want to say this before while you're getting Ezekiel 33 and 1 through 6. In addition to this, um, the, the trumpet uh, was supposed to give an, assert, an, an uncertain sound. So the people or, or the saints of God can prepare themselves for battle. You can see this in 1 Corinthians 14. Uh, we're referencing 1 Corinthians 14, verse number 8. But we have to remember that that trumpet gives that buzz and vibration sound. And it's a very distinct sound. When you hear that sound, it represents, amen, a call to action. Praise the Lord. And so what I'm saying today, as the word of God go forward, it is a call to action for all believers, to all unbelievers, to start uh, listening to the word of God. If you have not been a fan of the word of God, this is an optimal time. Praise the Lord. If you have not uh, repented and been baptized in water in Jesus name, today is an optimal time to start your journey with the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, we all had to start somewhere. Uh, the scripture says that we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. And then you know what? And that trumpet shall sound. And so we need to give ear to the trumpet as God sound the alarm. Let us go to Jeremiah 33 and one. And again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, speak to the children of thy people. And it says, and say unto them, when I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if he see it, the sword coming up on the land and he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever hear the sound of the trumpet and take it not warning, if the sword come and take him away, and his blood shall be upon his own head. Verse five, he heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. And it says his blood should be upon his head. He that take it warning, not to the trumpet. I'm gonna go back to verse number five. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that take it warning shall deliver his soul. Verse number six, it says, but if the watchman see the sword coming and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood shall, will I require at the watchman's hand. And as I was sharing yesterday, um, these leaders and pastors have a great responsibility. We know um, 
in Ezekiel here, uh, uh, the prophecy here that went up, uh, Ezekiel had to pronounce judgment upon Judah uh, and the surrounding evil nations. And it wasn't just the people of God, but it was also the surrounding evil nations. And we can see in our time frame right now, dealing with this global pandemic, this is the alarm It went off to the whole world. Amen. Praise the Lord. But we have to realize uh, when we fall, you know, uh, you know, we need to turn from our way into God's way. Otherwise, when we uh, get into a situation where we turn from the message of God, then we're going to receive some type of judgment, some kind of penalty. Praise the Lord. And so the Bible said for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And so for the payment of sin is death. So if we if we turn to God and we stop sinning, repent means to turn away from our ways and turn back to God and walk in God's way. And so that's what we need to do when we hear the alarm. And then once we hear that alarm, we can hear the word of God preparing us for the last uh, uh, sowing of the word of God that God may reap a harvest. Praise the Lord. And so it's important for us to do both parts of, of, of hearing the alarm or sounding the alarm. You know, the first alarm is for us to get saved, praise the Lord. And the other alarm is for us to go out and work before the next alarm comes, praise the Lord, for that final trumpet be blown, praise the Lord. And when that trumpet sound, then it's going to be all over, praise the Lord. And so we want to make sure that we're getting uh, ourselves together. You know, the Lord, um, he wanted to send this message of judgment, uh, of comfort and hope uh, for the future restoration uh, of God's people. And so God wanted to restore Israel. He wants to restore us, I believe, during this pandemic. I believe families are being restored. You know, people that haven't took time out with their kids, with their families, with their children. Um, even with their, uh, you know, uh, loved ones, you know, immediate household, you know, we're so busy doing this, that, and the other. Now we can get a chance to see, you know, um, you know, uh, what's really ailing that child or, or, or we can see stuff that was hidden to us before because we were kind of blindsided by our own actions of being too occupied or preoccupied, praise the Lord. But now that God has sounded this alarm, it causes everybody to uh, reflect and realign themselves, not only naturally, but spiritually also, praise the Lord. And so um, God, uh, he wanted uh, Ezekiel uh, uh, to be uh, a watchman, a warning for the coming judgment to them. And uh, God has put this burden on the men of God. He put this burden on Ezekiel. He had put this burden on him to uh, warn the people. And he said, now, if you don't do it and they be taken away in their iniquity, I'm holding you accountable for it. If they die and be taken away in their iniquity. But if you warn them and then they go and don't heed to the warning and be taken away from among you, that blood is on them. Praise the Lord. And so we want to make sure that we see that. Uh, God appointed him to be a watchman 
to preach the message of hope. There is hope for all of us. Even in a time like this, there is yet hope because God is still yet saving. Praise the Lord. And so we have to be encouraged, need to be encouraged to know that there is a bigger picture that's bigger than us. And it's a hopeful picture. It's not a bleak, it's not a doom and gloom. It's a, it's a hopeful picture that if those that will hear the alarm will come in and heed to the warning, they can receive shelter. They can receive uh, protection, uh, divine uh, intervention. They can receive healing, salvation, if you will, from the Lord. And therefore, if anything should transpire in our lives, uh, even with this COVID or even after this COVID happens, if something should happen uh, and some calamity happen, God forbid that we any of us should lose our lives. But if it just happens to happen, we can say, even so, Lord Jesus, come. Praise the Lord. Because we have uh, made our peace with God and we've definitely, amen, had our sins remitted. Praise the Lord. And so God wanted Ezekiel to do this. He wanted to make sure Ezekiel knew uh, what he was to do. We're going to go back to uh, Isaiah, go back to Isaiah. I want to elaborate on this as we get ready to close out here. I want to go back to Isaiah. Let's go back to Isaiah uh, real quick. I want to go to Isaiah uh, 58 and uh, uh, verse number one. He gave uh, these prophets uh, a responsibility. And so we have that same responsibility. Amen. And so we're going to we're going to read it for your hearing. Uh, you know, we have that same responsibility here. He tells um, and sounding this alarm and will you hear the trumpet sound? Um, you know, he says, cry aloud. He tells Isaiah here in Isaiah 58 and verse one, he says, cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. And show my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob, their sins. Praise the Lord. He says, cry loud and spare not. I want to say this. We had gotten to a point as a people where we were just in a ritual. Now, if the truth be told, you know, we can be in a ritual. You know, we can we can serve God religiously, methodically, and yet still not have genuine relationship. You can be in the house with husband and wife and with children, with family. But if you don't take time out and spend time and take out time with them, you just in the same lo general vicinity and location, you know. And so uh, God wants relationship. He's been he's always wanted to have relationship with his people. We can see that from Adam um, to Israel and now to the church. He's always wanted to be in the midst of his people. We can even see dealing with the Ark of the Covenant. Um, God always wanted to be in the midst of Israel. And so he fixed a way, he prepared a way where he could be in the midst of them in their time. And now we have uh, Emmanuel, which is interpreted God with us. Now we have the Holy Ghost, praise the Lord, God in us, praise the Lord. And so God is yet wants to dwell 
and be with his people. But even with that, we have to make sure, you know, that we're not just going through uh, religious ritual, going to church. There were plenty of us, don't misunderstand me, going to church. But was the church in you? Because you are the church. And some of us, we can't wrap our hearts and our minds around not being able to go to a physical building. But I won't want to bust nobody. Bubba, I don't want to discourage nobody, but I'm here to let you know we are the church of the living God. The hope and the glory of God dwells in you. And the Bible said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so if if, if we don't have relationship with God outside of going to a building, we have shallow, we have a shallow understanding of what this uh, uh, salvation plan is all about. Yes, I miss the saints, but we are church even when we're not in that building. Praise the Lord. We still can remain socially connected while we're socially distant. We can remain socially connected to the body of believers, the blood washed saints through all of those that will touch and agree and be with one accord. Praise the Lord. That's the thing. Getting everybody mind in the same place. Everybody don't want to call in on the prayer line when everybody that can and have the ability to should. Even with the broadcast, those that can tune in and, and have the ability, Internet and have, uh, you know, phones and things of that nature to tune and chime in. They should. But we don't want to be like the people of God in Jeremiah Day and said, we just not going to hearken. We going to do what we want to do. These are the times we're in. You got people, they are so stubborn. Now, now don't, don't, I'm not calling anybody stubborn, but the people, the nation of Israel, they were so stubborn that they would not heed to God's message. It wasn't Jeremiah's message. That's what they mistook it for. They, mix, they mistook the message of God, the message of hope that God was giving or sending through the prophet Jeremiah and Isaiah, they mistook it for it was Jeremiah's message. And therefore, they lashed out against him and they put him in a dungeon, praise the Lord. And they wanted to shut him up, praise the Lord. And don't you fool yourself. I'm not fooled by this. The enemy wants to shut uh, all, of, all of the pastors up and all of the leaders and the elders up. He wants to shut them up so that the people can ultimately go in a down spiral and be overtaken. But the devil is a lie. As long as the Lord uh, give my bishop strength, I believe he's going to continue to do the work of God, and I'm going to continue to help and do everything I can to support and be by uh, his side, me and Elder Thompson. We're going to do everything we can to support the work. Praise the Lord. But I wanted to say this. Uh, relationship. Is more than having religious rituals, going to the church every day, huh? fasting and listening and reading the scriptures. Praise the Lord. These are all the things we must do 
while we are socially distant, we can remain socially connected by calling, you know, the prayer line on Tuesday and Thursday. Praise the Lord. And I know everybody can't because some things are happening and some people got other stuff going on. But but my thing is I try to I try to make it, you know, as available as possible, make myself as available as possible to listen in. Um, if I can't be the one praying, I want to be the one uh, touching and agreeing with the prayer. Praise the Lord. I don't have to get on there. And 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 I'm I'm sure Evangelist Lee and, and different others agree. You you may not want to get on there and even say anything, but I want the body of believers and all the saints and all these listeners and subscribers everywhere. I want you to know that no matter where you are, if you are a saint of God, you've been blood washed, you've been born of the water and of the spirit. I'm in agreement with you uh for touching and agreeing with the Lord for. Uh, God being in the midst of his people. And that's what we need. We need a refreshing. We need a revival. We need a renewing in this land. And I believe God is going to give uh, the church his last revival before he returns. I just don't believe God will come back before he warns his people. The warning is going off. It's been going off. And I truly believe that God is going to make his, uh, 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 appeal to the people of God as well as to the world at least another time, if not several more times. But I'm not saying uh, this is the final trumpet. But what I am saying is God is going to warn us before he returns. Praise the Lord. So nobody gets caught not being prepared. Praise the Lord. And so will you hear the trumpet sound? That determines your spiritual posture. Praise the Lord. Will you hear the trumpet, trumpet sound? That determines on if you will hearken or reject. Praise the Lord. That's a decision that's up on you. Praise the Lord. And so God cannot make us do anything. The pastor cannot make us do anything. And certainly I cannot make you do anything. Praise the Lord. But we can encourage you as a people of God to be encouraged and know that you're important your relationship with god is important and you are important to the lord and what you do for christ only what you do for christ will last the people miss this point of living uh, a vital relationship with god he didn't want us to um have unforgiven sin in our lives in our heart he didn't want us to keep practicing uh, sin with our hands and saying that we love him with our lips. Because we can say we love God with our lips and our heart be far from him. And so as we sound the alarm, uh, it's more important that our uh, worship, we have correct worship toward God and correct doctrine with I call genuine passion. Because sometimes we can say we love the word, but the word turns us off when it finds us. But you know what? When the word finds me, I get excited because that lets me know that God is still concerned about me and he's warning me. So I stay on the right path. And long as I stay on the right path and, and you know, I can I can avoid and I can thwart the enemy fiery darts and what he wants to do to trip the people of God up 
including myself, praise the Lord. And so that way I can be sober and be vigilant and know that the Lord wants me to be on the straight and narrow way. It's more uh, important for us to come together in times like these, hear this alarm, heed to the alarm, know that we have a responsibility to cry loud, even though we might be hurting, even though we might be going through some trials and some personal tests, we still bear the responsibility as a people of God to cry loud and spare not and lift our voice up like a trumpet in Zion. So we have to lift up our voice and still let people know for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. We can let everybody know that wants to know that Jesus loves them for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe it in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Sounding the alarm. My question is, will you hear the trumpet sound? We're going to our final scripture, which is found in uh, Corinthians here. We're going to go ahead and get that uh, scripture. We're going to go ahead and get uh Corinthians, first uh, Corinthians 14. I want you to turn that with us. This is our final scripture for uh, today's session. And we'll pick it back up on uh, on tomorrow if the Lord's will on YouTube and Facebook. We'll be uh, video streaming to YouTube and Facebook on tomorrow at the one o'clock hour. But we want to uh, go ahead and get our final scripture, which is found in first uh, uh, Corinthians 14. So we're going to go ahead and get that. And uh, we're going to read that for your hearing here. All right. And so if you have it, we're going to um, go ahead and recite it again. We want to go to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter number 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 14, verse number 8. Okay. So we're going to read that for for your hearing Um uh, let's just take a look at it here. Um, 1 Corinthians 14 and 8. It says, For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to battle? Verse 9. So likewise, ye, except ye utter by tongue words easily be understood, how is to be known what is spoken? For if you shall speak into the air, thereat it may be so many kinds of voices in the world. None of them are without signification. Therefore, if, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian, he says here. And he says here, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. And so I guess Paul is talking about here about the gifts of tongues and the gifts of prophecy here. But I want to kind of tie it into understanding a distinct sound. You know, when somebody say uh, help, you know, I, I look at the trumpet sounding, you know, uh, as an alarm. Usually when alarm goes off, it's either gathering people together or it's dispersing people. Praise the Lord. So, so if an alarm, you know, if, you know, when we were in school, the alarm went off, the bell went off 
to let us know it was a it, it had a certain ring to it. We knew if it rained three times that it was lunchtime. If if it rained constantly, that means it was dismissal. Praise the Lord. And then if it rained intermittent, that meant it was a fire alarm. And so these distinct sounds, even when somebody talk with their tongue, they make distinct sounds. When a person raised their voice, they're putting more emphasis on something uh, than they would if they were talking in a, a monotone. Praise the Lord. And so everything has a distinct sound. And so when we look at, uh, uh, you know, the trumpet shall sound, you know, we, we, you know, we need to know, you know, that, you know, this trumpet is going to sound and we need to be ready. Praise the Lord. We cannot be, uh, you know, playing around. Um, we need to be ready. Praise the Lord. Uh, and I do want to, uh, I do want to, uh, uh, well, I hate to use the word apology, but I do want to get one more scripture because I did call First uh, Corinthians 15 and 52. That was my final scripture. So um, I, I uh, don't want to apologize because I did call it in my group of scriptures. And so as we finalize this um, particular uh, topic on today, and we'll be coming back tomorrow, there are some more uh, scriptures that we want to talk on there in Ezekiel. We're going to go back to Ezekiel 7 and 14. We're going to go back and talk on that. And then we're going to go and get a few more scriptures to go with this. But we want to go to First um, Corinthians chapter 15 and 52. And that's what we want to read uh, for your hearing. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll get 51 so we can get the just of it. It says, behold, he says, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. That's what it says here. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye. And it says at the trumpet. It says at the last trumpet, rather. Let me get that correct here. It said we shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet shall sound. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. And he says, for this corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal put on immortality. And so what I'm saying to us today as people of God, we need to be ready. Uh, we not going to all sleep. Some of us is going to be alive and remain but we still are, are admonished to be ready for the return of the Lord. We also admonished to continue, amen, to work while it's day, because when night cometh, no man is able to work. And so we encourage you today, my friend, in sounding this gospel alarm. This gospel alarm is to go out into all the world, into all the world before the end comes. And so we want to make sure we're sounding it. And it's up to you. As a bishop had shared with me on yesterday, uh, I don't bear the responsibility if you heed to it or not. I only bear the responsibility if I fail to tell you. Praise the Lord. And so I'm doing my part today. If you're here, you're listening today, and you want to be saved, 
you can call us. Our number is 414-628-0568. We can go through some scriptures with you dealing with the plan of salvation. One must, amen, believe, repent, be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And God promised to fill you with the Holy Ghost. We're here. If you need to call us and confess your sins, receive prayer, and you want to submit to being baptized in water in Jesus' name, we're, we're, we'll be happy to do it. We're here. We definitely can do it. Um, I'm sure our pastor is okay with you getting baptized as long as you understand the, you know, the plan of salvation and what repentance has to deal with. We want you to be saved. God wants you to be saved. Praise the Lord. And so if you're out there, you're listening, um, if you don't know what to do, um, we can definitely, amen, have you. Uh, you can call us. We can give you the number to our pastor. Uh, we can have him uh, go farther with you if you need if any other thing that you need assistance with. We're here. We're praying for you. We're here to help you. Please call us. Our number is 414-628-0568. Please call us. If you're here and you want to be saved, you want to change your life, you didn't heard the trumpet sound, you want to be able to uh, get your life together and get your life right with the creator, you want to get your life right with God, and you want to come, we're here. Please call us, 414-628-0568. We're here. We're praying for you. And so as we uh, continue to wrap up this broadcast, we want to thank and praise God for uh, all of our our um, listeners and subscribers, we want to give a shout out to all the saints as we uh, always do. And so we want to take the time to uh, give a shout out to uh, Evangelist Lee. Uh, I see there and Mother Flowers uh, and a few others that have came on the broadcast with us. Uh, Brother Brown, praise the Lord, and Sister Tweety and just uh, many of the other um, saints of God that are listening in. Uh, Sister Elise, uh, just all the saints of God, Evangelist George, uh, Evangelist Wilson. We just want to thank God for all of you, amen, tuning into the uh, Podbean Live uh, broadcast on Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we're going to put a little something on for you, for those callers that may want to call in. We want to leave the line open for them and give them ample time, amen, to call us. Praise the Lord. And so we don't want to... Um, move too quickly we want to give the opportunity for those that are out there to call in please call us our number is 414-628-0568 we're here for you i'm your host elder gregory newson with the faith in god internet tv god bless you until next time